Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, Season 2, Episode 39. It's your host, Julian, co-host Justin. Yo. Special guest, Ronnie, in the building. Yeah, I'm good. Really? What's up? How you been, dog? Chilling? Justin, it's business in the NFC West. Kyler Murray, he's going to get his first taste of the NFL. We're going to see what his dreams are really made of. He got Cliff Kingsbury going in there for the first time as well. And they're standing front line for this new Arizona Cardinals look. Um, Todd Gurley and the Rams are trying to go back to the Super Bowl this year. They have the talent to do so. They have offense, defense, special teams. But Todd Gurley is a key piece and factor on how they're going to play him this year. And we're going to have to see how that works out. If we go to uh, San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo is a big question as far as he's been a mystery since he's been backing up Brady. That's that. And then in Seattle, um, I think one of the we'll, – we'll, we'll go with Russell got paid, right? We'll go with Russell Wilson got what he needed and wanted, right? So now that that's clear, is there any place in particular that you would like to – start with let's go with the biggest question mark in my opinion which after we talked about it, which would be the defending NFC champs the Los Angeles Rams because you have Cooper Cup coming back lost them last year but this year I mean they pretty much they really didn't lose anything besides LaMarcus Joyner they went and grabbed Clay Matthews hometown boy um and that was pretty much the only, I think, big move that was made. So the only other thing that was news for them this offseason was finding out about the arthritis in Todd Gurley's knee, with, as we talked about, was is a big part of their offense. And Jared Goff is a very good quarterback. He's top 10, in my opinion, and can definitely throw the ball. Shout out to also Sean McVay for implementing the system to allow, I mean, Jared Goff to have such a successful sophomore year, surrounding him with weapons, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, going and getting a Brandon Cook, and then obviously Todd Gurley out the backfield. Mind you, Tyler Higby as their tight end. Tyler Higby. Solid uh, young tight end. And my thing is, Todd Gurley, right, this is a big deal, and I think we should be focusing on it more than we are because – this division can be up for grabs because I feel like the Rams without Todd Gurley is a different division, right? I feel like the 49ers might even have a chance to win this division. I'd say it's firmly between Los Angeles and Seattle. It's firmly between Los Angeles and Seattle, but if Todd Gurley's out for a significant amount of time, look out for... How if if Jimmy Garoppolo is having that season that we saw at the end of his first season, right when he got traded over there? If we because that team has potential too, we'll get into them. They have defense, they have a good offense. They're young. They need to mesh together, and it's going to take time. We know that. Mm-hmm. But things happen in the NFL. Wild cards happen. So all I'm saying is a, a, a LA team with Todd Gurley to me wins the division with no question. Without him, it brings San Francisco up into discussion. So having him 
And then on defense, as you were mentioning, you know, they did sign Clay Matthews, who is a hometown boy, but he did get a year older, right? Mm -hmm. Another reason why Green Bay had no worries letting him leave. Also, but then again, Green Bay was also cleaning house. They were, they were, but smart. But cleaning house, they also let go of Mike Daniels because of the age as well. Um, I think Akeem Talib just gets a year older, and it's obvious the statement, but you'll see it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So they're not locked down back there. You know what I mean? They lose a Marcus Joyner. Their linebacking core is decent. They have a, a great front. So it's, 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 it's really up to that offense and Jared Goff being able to come into his third year like a Dak Prescott, you know what I mean? Like, and have and consistently play because now this brings up this question and I want to talk about this because I started thinking about this. We've seen Dak Prescott once 40 million, right? That's the new standard. Like, ne- next quarterback up is getting the check, right? Mm-hmm. Um, comments from Eric Dickerson were I don't want to pay Jared Goff yet. Uh, I would like to see another year out of him. And that's him speaking, you know, from the Rams standpoint. Right. Um, and I feel him, obviously, because you have the option to do so, and you can't base your team around a quarterback, especially in this type of system where I feel like you might be able to find a replacement um, for it if he's a good enough thrower. But it also begs the question of how much are you going to give him if he does play another year where he gets you to a Super Bowl? Are you going to pay him that $40 million? Are you going to pay him Carson Wentz money? Are you going to pay him, you know, Russell Wilson money? I think that the Rams have more leverage in the sense of how we talked about that as exceptional as I think Jerry Goff is he definitely is I don't want to say a product of the system I think that takes away from Goff but he definitely benefits heavily from the system so with that said also considering you have uh, Todd Gurley the top paid running back in the league you have an Aaron Donald second highest paid defensive player in the league and eventually, you're going to have to pay these other guys. You do, I mean, you do have a Cooper Cup who is eventually going to want to get paid. Robert Woods is eventually going to want to get paid. Not, not to, no, not, not to say that, enough. yeah, exactly. Not enough. to say that they're asking for, you know, Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell money. Marcus Peters. But, but yeah, exactly. Like we said, like you have a lot of uh, former Pro Bowl players or at least all Pro players on this team. They're going to want to get the maximum dollar uh, possible and with having basically, you know, I said a, a top paid pl- positional player on one side, second top paid player on one side. I think the Rams have more leverage in the sense of they can sell Jared Goff on, hey, you look how good it's going. We have all these other pieces. The system's going real well. You, you, they, they have all these things to sell to him. Plus, like you said, he's a hometown boy. That might help. You know, he went to school there, lives there. So I, th- I and him being. And he's in a different position than Dak Prescott in the sense of, yeah, Dak Prescott also does have a very good team around him right. and should and could be and, in talks and for the NFC if Championship. Not the best offensive line. Yeah, if, yeah, exactly. So, but it differs in the situation of you have Zeke, who I think is the whole offense. I think, I really do think Zeke is the whole he offense. Is. He led the team with 115 receptions last year. He's uh, led the league in rushing two of the last three years. 
you go as far as Zeke goes, and Dak Prescott only benefits from it. So that's that's really what their whole offense is is based around. And then obviously they very have a very sound defense. Where in the sense of Jared Goff has a little bit more to play with, yeah, a little bit more leverage. And having been Talk, to the, and having been to the too. yeah and ha- and having been to the Super Bowl. I think you can talk Jared Goff off the ledge and, and give him a little less. Yeah, and it's going to be up to him if he wants to play the Aaron Rodgers-style football or the championship-style football. Yeah, the Tom Brady-style football, you know? I didn't want to say it. I made you say it. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say it. I have huge fun no, with Tom Brady. He's, he's the GOAT, hands down. What can you do? So, I mean, I expect them to win the division, you know, going into the season. And Agreed. I expect them to do it with little concern but it also depends heavily on Todd Gurley and if he can stay healthy then you know it's theirs but if not I can really really see obviously I would think you know next up is Seattle but I I want to talk about them next but I wouldn't be surprised if you see a San Francisco go on the road and beat a Seattle or go on the road and beat uh well of course getting one game is one thing but to say that they're in contention for the division beat Arizona twice is another thing. I mean, we don't know. That's that's what the biggest question mark on the San Francisco 49ers is. So if you want, let's talk about the Seattle Seahawks because I want to talk about Doug Baldwin retiring. And as far as like Doug Baldwin, it's like damn, you know, he fought so hard to be healthy and stay healthy, but he just kept having to fight off injuries get surgeries and like DeMarcus Cousins for example yeah. who sucks man but whatever um yeah my goodness I've been losing my train of thought so much talking about um bruh and you can't even remind me bruh that's flaw oh what DK not Baldwin, Baldwin, that's crazy. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know where he was going. I was trying to yeah, let you figure it out. Baldwin, Baldwin, it's cool. Um, so him having to fight off all those injuries, he decided to retire. And he's been the security blanket type guy for Russell Wilson all these oh, years. For, hands so down. instead of having, you know, Luke Wilson and Jimmy Graham, like they, when they had Jimmy Graham, you know, it worked. Like they had him and it worked. But uh, for a little bit. Um, and but it's never maximized to his yeah. We never thought yeah. to where it would get like um, how he was back in New Orleans, in New Orleans. Yeah. exactly. And then Luke Wilson, who's an average tight end, he played a role, but the security blanket on that team was Doug Baldwin up till this day. And Tyler Lockett is a really good receiver, but he's a deep threat. Uh, I think I think Tyler Lockett's gonna be that guy now. He's gonna have to grow into it, and we're gonna have to see if he can be. Because if he can't, then how much does that affect their playoff chances? Knowing that they have the number one rushing attack in the league, mm-hmm. but they're they're going to have to kind of really just... Now teams are looking at them like, okay, number one rushing attack in the league. we got to stop the rush. We can give up. You know what I mean? Because we know Doug's not out there. Yeah. But it's it also speaks to Russell Wilson. Because as as much as Doug Baldwin, I think, was really the perfect receiver to to play with Russell Wilson and complimented him very well, it still at the end of the day comes down to Russell Wilson and the maestro that he is on that on that offense. And he's going to keep plays alive. He's going to keep looking downfield, scramble if he has mm-hmm. to. 
but I do believe his receivers know that. They definitely know that going into the season. And like I said, they still have Tyler Lockett, which Tyler Lockett and all the targets that he had from Russell Wilson last year did not drop one of his targets. And DK, I mean, his big thing is also going to be health from what we've seen in college. But DK can be the guy that never had in the sense of they've never had that go up and get a guy, which is why Russell Wilson has to move around. Jimmy Graham, I thought he would be. We thought he would be, but he, you know, was diminished from where he was in New Orleans. Richard Sherman was their go-up-and-get-it guy. <laughs> and Earl Thomas was their go-up-and-get-it guy. So well, that, that'll be an interesting aspect for another weapon for Russell Wilson to play with. And like you said, they do have their – well, they're coming back in with, obviously, a top uh, flight – well, I wouldn't say top flight rushing attack, but a, clearly a top flight run uh, offensive line. So they also have Rashad Penny – coming, you know, second year. And with Chris Carson, like, it can it can be, because we've seen these duos. You remember, like, Chris Johnson and Lindell White? Not to compare them in a sense of speed and strength, but just running back duos, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Like, how long can yeah. they do it for? Um, and are they going to go out and get another receiver? Or are they going to just wait to give you know Metcalf some time to to grow into that, like I don't know, man. I feel like they're still incomplete, and it's not so, not so much defensively last year, but going into this year, they they just got Ziggy Ansah because they lost Frank Clark, who you know I think it's a step down from Frank Frank Clark, getting older, but he's still a pass rush threat. But back to the offense, I don't know. I just feel like. Having to run that ball the way they do, and not to disagree with your point with Russell Wilson being, you know, a maestro and extending plays uh, better than probably everyone. It's it's got to come down to who's catching the ball, and Tyler Lockett's the only other guy that was doing it. So DK really has to come in and, and fill some shoes. You know what I mean? But I think Russell Wilson's also the type of guy, and there's not many, but he I feel like he can throw you open. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. So it's just going to come down to relationship, people understanding the offense, people understanding Russell Wilson, his tendency, what he likes to do, what he's capable of doing. But, and as far as the the backfield, it as even though they obviously, like I said, had the top flight uh, rushing, I don't really necessarily view them as a duo or one-two punch because I, I really don't see them necessarily complementing each other. Um, I think that they just kind of go with what, they, with what they're presented. So I feel like, you know, if Chris Carson's the main one, Chris Carson gets hurt, they're stowing or gets tired, right. they're stowing a penny. Because neither one of them really, because you don't really have one guy like, oh, he's really good at this. Right. Or like how Jordan Howard and, and Tariq Cohen right. were last year. Like Jordan Howard, you knew it was between the right. tackles, get you three, four. Tariq Cohen... Outside tosses, stretches, pass catching, lineup, you know, yeah. in the slot. They don't really have that one or the other. So they're kind of running back by committee. Right. Which which is fine, you know, yeah. but I feel like I feel like and that'll have to be the step up, I feel like, this year, with you know, losing a Doug Baldwin, not only will the receiving crowd to step up, but I feel like the running backs are gonna have to find their bread and butter and their identities yeah. in the offense as well. 
Yeah. So Seattle, I mean, I don't I don't know if this team goes back to the playoffs with this NFC being as deep as it is. Um, I mean, it'll be close, but at the same time, I, I don't I, I just have this thing. I, I think San Francisco's gonna have a decent year within the division. Um, so if that can kind of come back to haunt Seattle, I just don't know if I can just throw them in the playoffs. Russell Wilson's tough to to not throw in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, but I mean, I'll, I don't I'll, see them having that number one rushing attack again. And that's, I don't that's either. What, that's yeah, I don't, what. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. I don't and, either. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think they make the playoffs this year. I think they. Uh, it's going to be a close miss, but. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those nine and seven years where you just miss it. Right. So. Because like you said, yeah, the NFC is definitely loaded. Going to the, the Bay division. with San Francisco, Jimmy Garoppolo, I'll say it again, has questions to answer. Kyle Shanahan, we know how his offense works. We know that they just got Tevin Coleman, you know, and he's familiar with his offense. They have Jarek McKinnon coming off the PUP list, I think, this week. They have Matt Breida. So they have three running backs right now, and they have to figure that out. They've got, you know, a veteran, Marquise Goodwin. A, you know, Dante Pettis is a decent, young, deep threat. And then we got, like, all pro next year probably, Greg Kittle. And he led the league last year in, or he led the tight ends, excuse me, in receiving yards. Um, his yak. You know, he can catch that ball, and he's athletic enough to get away from linebackers and break tackles from corners yeah. or some safeties. So Yeah, they say he's deceivingly fast. He, what, like, knowing that you have Jimmy G, like, the mon- the amount of money that we've been talking about that he's gotten from them mm-hmm. before we've even, we're still now today questioning what he can bring. Yeah. Because we saw the five games, and that's what they saw, and that's what they paid him off of. So you imagine Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz is looking at that like, wow, that's crazy, right? But anyways. But that, but you have to look at it in a sense of look where the franchise was. Right, right. Yeah, they, I get it's, it. Yeah, it's completely different. It. But it's still like. It's like the same thing with Matthew Stafford. Like, who else yeah, were they going to pay? Yeah, if it was so easy. Yeah, yeah who yeah. else were they going to pay? That makes sense. So. Luckily, they have had the draft picks, and they have drafted well with, you know what I'm saying, the Solomon Thomas, as we said. They tried with Reuben Foster, which fortunately didn't work. Yeah. But uh, DeForest Buckner. Um, uh, Nick Bosa this year. Bosa. And they went and drafted um, Jimmy G, some some wide receiver weapons this year. They went and drafted a Jalen Hurd. And they got a, what's his name, from... The other wide receiver they got it wasn't age. It wasn't AJ Brown. He went to the Titans. It was Debo Samuel, yeah. from Ole Miss. They went and got him. I really like that. So what I was saying with Kittle is that coming in with that type of quarterback that you have that you know he can make throws and you know he can win you games. He has this tight end who's literally coming into his best now. Like he's literally gonna take over probably soon as the best tight end he could he could I could see him in the next two years I, I, taking I put, over as best tight end in the league I'd put him third right now I'll give Ebron third just because that's my guy but I get yeah I'd give I mean I feel you yeah I'd, I'd have to give Travis fair. one Ertz two Ertz two Kittle three give Ebron four 
and I can't really think of any other titles right now. I think, I will say, that'd probably be the wild card. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like there's another one. Just can't think of it. Delaney Walker, but he was unhealthy, so we can't go nah, off Del- that. Yeah, Delaney's on, he's the, another he's on the tail. Yeah, he's on the tail end of his career. Who are we missing? I feel like we're missing somebody. I just can't think of it. Oh, hold on. We're going to think of it. I mean, let's go through the teams. I mean, Colts, Titans, Jaguars, Texans. No. Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, Bills. No. Browns, Steelers, Ravens, uh, Ravens. Bengals. No. Eagles, Cowboys. Well, yeah, exactly. Giants. Evan Ingram. No, nah, I'm not putting Ingram on my spot. There's no way. Uh, I mean, Hunter Henry. I mean, no. No, he can't. Jordan, can we put Jordan Reed at five? He's been healthy. He hasn't been healthy enough. Uh, yeah, no, he's like, been healthy enough. You might as well throw Trey Burton at five if that's the case. I was going to say damn near Kyle Rudolph. It's arguable. I mean, at this point, to be honest. Hey, that's 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 fair. Kyle Rudolph, Jimmy, that's crazy. You can't even say Jimmy Graham. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. So, back to the 49ers. With the defense that they have now, you know, with the grown talent of Solomon Thomas, DeForest Buckner, they signed or they trade for D Ford, who had like the most sacks last year. Uh, Still have a Richard Sherman. They have Richard Sherman. They got Jason Verrett on the other side now. And I mean, the Frank the, Wagner is their linebacker. He had over 120, 110 tackles or something last year. So the, the front four is nice, and the, the you know secondary is not too bad. So right, I mean they've definitely drafted defensive heavy. Like we said, how many defense? I mean, basically their whole def, defensive line is first round yeah. draft pick in the past literally four to five years. You know, so I mean, but deservedly so because if you you know look at it. And it's and it sets them up now because like you said you're going against a Russell Wilson. You now have you to go imagine? against you now have to go against a Kyler Murray and you got a Jared Goff. Do you imagine the Reuben Foster from the NCAA playoff versus like in the league? Like honestly, we couldn't watch that. Honestly, it's it's sad because if a Reuben Foster is on this team, we're having a totally different discussion. I feel like because that puts their defense in another like that Reuben Foster. Yeah, we're putting the defense in another tier. And then, I mean, there's still question marks at quarterback, but they definitely got him weapons, both passing and running the ball. So they're definitely in a good situation. So I, I understand the the kind of the optimism hype around yeah. the optimism around them. Don't get me wrong. I know that I argue if Todd Gurley's you know having a can't play this, can't play that type of year, they have a chance. I don't think that's going to be the type of year that happens where I don't the, the 49ers get into the playoffs. At least not this year. I don't but I know that it's 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 possible that, you know, runs happen, injuries happen, this and that happens. But I still think, you know, this needs another year, maybe two, to develop. And even next year, by the end of next year, you know, with free agency or draft, again, we might see it, you know, next year. But for right now, Sean McVay and those Rams looking like they're taking this division, we're going to end up talking about – you know, the number one pick in the draft because they're obviously the worst team in the league last year. Yeah. Um, we saved five minutes for you, Cardinals. 
<laughs> well, really, we say five minutes for Kyler Murray, but okay. XF Kingsbury, so two fifty. So, I mean, we spoke about this when it happened in January with Cliff Kingsbury, you know, getting signed. They fired Steve Wilkes, who now is the defensive coordinator of the Cleveland Browns, and I think that they're going to have a good season. Uh, we went over that. But the fact that they get this guy from Texas Tech, he's never you know won like playoff games, and he doesn't have the championship he's never won record. He, he's had losing records. But he knows his offense scores points. He knows that he has a good relationship with the quarterback that his team was going to later draft, that he said, if I had the number one pick in the draft, I would, I would take Kyler yeah. Murray. Uh, you know, this is kind of like a, like a dream reality where the Cardinals can make or break their franchise for the, ne- for the next, you know, 10 years because they have a chance to be exciting. Like, even right now, the team is going to suck again because the NFL is that good. Mm-hmm. But they have talent on the team with Christian Kirk developing. Larry Fitzgerald is still playing. Like, Vince Carter ain't doing this. That's all I'll say. Larry Fitzgerald is going to ball out again. Um, they shout got, out to Larry Legend. Yeah. Shout out to um, Charles Clay from the U out there holding it down for the tight end spot. There, uh, David Johnson, what's up? Because the, the NFL forgot. I forgot. Deservedly so, but... And I also didn't forgive because, you know, I had the number one overall pick in fantasy football two years ago. I took you, David. What happened? What happened, David? That's all I'm asking. I'm just asking what happened. Because from week one, I was I was off the rails. I spiraled out of control. I haven't come back from it since, so I blame you, David. Just Listen. Saying. So if you hear this, David, you better be healthy this year. That's Kyler talking, Bill. I think that... Their defense, they went and got a Jordan Hicks. They signed a veteran, Terrell Suggs, just so that I feel like they can kind of keep this chemistry instilled. I know they still have DJ Swearinger. Still, um, still have a, Patrick Peterson. Still have a Chandler Jones. Still got Chandler Jones. Patrick Peterson Buda is Baker. suspended for six games. Sadly. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. Uh, they, tra- they drafted a Byron Murphy out of Washington, who was the best corner in the draft, uh, quote-unquote. So their their future is definitely promising. It's exciting. Uh, the fans are gonna be there. It's like the the Zion Williamson pick in a sense. You know what I mean? It's that effect of who's this guy? He's our quarterback. You know he's gonna be our franchise guy. He's different. He plays the game a different way. He's fun. Yeah. He's exciting. He can make plays. He's explosive. Can you know? throw in the pocket. Can run outside the pocket. Smart. Knows the offense like the back of his hand. And Coach and him have a great relationship. Had a season that and was like that we've. Are never we at five seen. minutes yet? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, had a season with the likes we've never seen. So, granted, it is the NFL now. You're playing with the big boys, so we'll see how much Cliff Kingsbury can protect his his prized possession. His final question about the Cardinals, and it's not about the Cardinals. It's about Kyler Murray. Does he win Offensive Rookie of the Year? I want to say yes. But if you say yes, okay. If you say no, I want to know who does. 
that's the thing. I feel like there were so many defensive players. This was a very defensive-heavy draft. So I'm kind of feeling like what other offensive player can really have. Josh Jacobs. Just throwing names out there. I mean, there's not many Alabama running backs that are successful like that. I wouldn't throw Josh Jacobs out there. Marquise Brown. Lamar Jackson's not throwing the ball like that. Throwing names out here. No. First rounders, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but there's just no. Daniel Jones, not even going to see the field. Not going to see the field. Dwayne Haskins, not going to see the field. I feel like it's going to be Kyler by default. Oh, come on. I mean, not to say that he's not going to have an outstanding year Uh, and and deserve it. DK Metcalf. I have question marks about his health. Like I said, there's just this was, this was such a defensive <laughs> heavy draft. I just don't see any any other defensive player standing. I mean, offensive player standing out and, and really having a year like how we had. I mean, maybe somebody will come up and surprise us because last year we didn't think Baker was going to hit the field. Right. Baker right. comes out and so makes it makes it Dwayne a very. Haskins might do that, you know. I mean, depending on how. I think he would have the best chance. To do that. I don't. I don't. I don't think we'll see him this year. I don't either. But injuries do happen too. Injuries do happen. The reason Baker played was because Tyrod was hurt. So, I think Dwayne Haskins needs a year, and I also think Daniel Jones needs a year. Think about out of all the quarterbacks. So you think Josh Rosen needs two years? That's crazy. I think <laughs> Josh Rosen just. But he's also trying to learn a new offense in his second year, so that's. It's only his second year. And he's already gone through six offensive coordinators. So, I mean, look at Alex Smith. It took him, he for seven That's straight crazy. years, he had seven different head coaches and offensive coordinators. So, it, it, we'll see. I mean, we're, we might not even be talking about Josh Rosen next time, next offseason. We might be talking about Tua Tagovailoa or Justin Herbert. We don't know. We'll see, like you said. So, that's episode 38, right? Or nah. 39? 39. Bing, bing, signing out. It was a pleasure. And I see North next week. We'll do the... I feel like we got to save the East for last. So we got to go. We got to go to the South. We got to right. go to the South. Next week is the South. Because that's the division I got my eyes set on. East? Or the South? The South. South. No, the East, we already know it's going to be between them them two. But no, the South, we got three legitimate teams that are going for playoff spots. That. All right. So Saints... Tampa Bay, Carolina. Dirty Birds. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, I think lost to the Jets today. Yeah, yeah they did lose to the Jets today. Enjoy it while it lasts, Sam Donald. I got my savage paw. I always wonder if she lost. Oh, we on the same accord. Let me flex all my rings. Let's converse off codeine. I keep on working like a machine It ain't always like it seems Reality is when your dreams come true You never know what you gon' run into How them rotating, coming in by the tools You stay down, girl, you stay so true This one for you Let the champagne spill down for you It won't be the same, you stay down for me Most importantly, I wanna be around for you Took some time out to make you fly You put our business on the radar I see you wanna be famous I'm from trusting you gotta die with it 
bitch fuck. I always wonder if she love. Oh, we on the same accord. Let me flex all my rings. Let's converse off codeine. I keep on working like a machine. It ain't always like it seems. Paint a picture in Milano. When I send for you, come pronto. Let my thick bitch have a condo. I spit chillin' in the combo. Fuck around, pass it off Rondo. Tryna block a nigga like a tambo. Tryna glide with it from the free throw. Be the fuck around by the speedboat. This black come with a kilo. White girl like Ali. Big chicks breaking greed. I know exactly what you need. We ain't gon' always agree. I seen a devil in my sleep. I think he's jealous what I did to the game. Won't let him take me off the streets. That's all my sins. I'm possessed on this all. I got my savage paw. I always wonder if she love. Oh, we on the same accord. Let me flex all my rings. Let's converse off codeine. I keep on working like a machine. It ain't always like it seems.